guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So there's a little story I just want to share with you today that I think has definitely an application to our lives. Uh, as you go to Genesis chapter 13, now as Abraham is trying to, he's been given that covenant, he's made the covenant with God, and he's trying to kind of navigate through this with land and everything, you get to chapter 13, you've got Abraham and his family member Lot, okay? Now Lot uh, could have been a nephew, could have been a brother-in-law, so they both have possessions as they're trying to find land here. Now you get into chapter 13, you go to verse 5, it says Lot went with Abraham, Abram at the time, had flocks and herds and tents. The land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together, for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled there in the land. So there's, it's crowded in there. Verse 8 has a wonderful little principle for us. And Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen. For we be brethren. That's such a cool statement. Guys, let's not fight. Don't let there be strife. We be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. If thou depart to the right hand, then I will take the left. So, and, and the story, was is interesting, is Lot goes and starts dwelling near a land called Sodom. Oh, we'll talk more about that next week, by the way. But this principle here is this, let's don't fight. Let, let there be no strife for we be brethren. So as I was reading some conference talks this week, I came across, and I've been trying to focus on the most recent conference in my life, um, Elder Renland, L.G. Renland gave a wonderful talk called The Peace of Christ Abolishes Enmity. Now, enmity is hatred or opposition. So um, Elder Renland starts off and he talks about how this last couple years has been a stress test for our lives. The pandemic has been rough for that, so it's been a stress test. So with that in mind, check out Elder Renland's message. The pandemic is also a spiritual stress test for the Savior's Church and its members. The results are likewise mixed. Our lives have been blessed by ministering in a higher and holier way, the Come Follow Me curriculum and home-centered, church-supported gospel learning. Many have provided compassionate help and comfort during these difficult times and continue to do so. Yet. In some instances, the spiritual stress test has shown tendencies toward contention and divisiveness. This suggests that we have work to do to change our hearts and to become unified as the Savior's true disciples. This isn't a new challenge, but it is a critical one. When the Savior visited the Nephites, he taught, There shall be no disputations among you. He that hath the spirit of contention is not of me, but is of the devil, who is the father of contention, and he stirreth up the hearts of men to contend with anger, one with another. When we contend with anger uh, against each other, Satan laughs, and the God of heaven weeps. Satan laughs and God weeps for at least two reasons. 
First, contention weakens our collective witness to the world of Jesus Christ and the redemption that comes through His merits, mercy, and grace. The Savior said, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. The converse is also true. Everyone knows that we're not his disciples when we don't show love one to another. His latter-day work is compromised when contention or enmity exists among his disciples. Second, contention is spiritually unhealthy for us as individuals. We're robbed of peace, joy, and rest, and our ability to feel the Spirit is compromised. Jesus explained that His doctrine was not to stir up the hearts of men with anger one against another, but that His doctrine is that such things should be done away. If I'm quick to take offense or respond to differences of opinion by becoming angry or judgmental, I fail the spiritual stress test. This failed test doesn't mean that I'm hopeless. Rather, it points out that I need to change. And that's good to know. After the Savior's visit to the Americas, the people were unified. There was no contention in all the land. Do you think that the people were unified because they were all the same or because they had no differences of opinion? I doubt it. Instead, contention and enmity disappeared because they placed their discipleship of the Savior above all else. Their differences paled in comparison to their shared love of the Savior, and they were united as heirs to the kingdom of God. The result was that there could not be a happier people who had been created by the hand of God. Unity requires effort. It develops when we cultivate the love of God in our hearts and we focus on our eternal destiny. We're united by our common primary identity as children of God and our commitment to the truths of the restored gospel. In turn, our love of God and our discipleship of Jesus Christ generate genuine concern for others. We value the kaleidoscope of others' characteristics, perspectives, and talents. If we're unable to place our discipleship of Jesus Christ above personal interests and viewpoints, we should re-examine our priorities and change. So I love that last little statement where he says, if we are unable to place our discipleship to Jesus Christ above personal interests and viewpoints, we should re-examine our priorities and change. Uh, that's what Abraham did. And I think Abraham had an idea. He knew that he wanted to be a greater follower of righteousness. He wanted greater knowledge, greater happiness. That was all back in Abraham 1. So in doing this, he recognizes quickly that part of his responsibility is to bless the nations and to bless people. And so that's where we look at it and be like, I'm not going to be part of the strife. I am going to be part of the building up of this kingdom. And I'm going to build up people. So that's that's a message I think we definitely need to be reminded of in this world we live in right now. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed and have a great day.